watching Geekcaster. I'm Michael Seven Michael. And today we've got in the studio Taylor. Mary. How you guys doing? I'm good. How you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, this is part two, talking about New York Comic Con 2019. I can't believe it. We've been covering this for a minute. Yeah. This experience is pretty... Yeah, I think this is my Comic Con number four. Wow. So, How's that feel? Um, my knees don't agree with me. <laughs> but, you know, I'm getting old, so... <laughs> and for those wondering, what is this right here? This little promo for Castle Rock. I was definitely wondering. You were definitely wondering, huh? Yeah, I was like, uh, Mike, there's a piece of paper in your screen. <laughs> so, have you seen Castle Rock? I have not. Yeah, uh, I, I think even heard of it. What is I that? think it's something new. I'll pass this over to you. In the um, magic. Okay. Oh, you know what? I think I saw the promo for this. Okay. okay so I saw the promo booth for this. Mm -hmm. And it was basically like a wood scene mm -hmm. with a creepy tree arm coming out, reaching over. And it was like a photo op. So it's definitely going to be on like the creepy, horror side. Wait a minute. That wasn't the one with the, the dead body, right? I don't think And part of the set? Body. Okay. I don't recall a dead body. Oh my. I don't know, but I'm. Well, there is a dead body on the thing. Like when you. It's up there. Oh. But yeah, I'm out because I'm, I'm a chicken. <laughs> I'm a chicken. So. So, yeah, so we spoke a little bit about. Maine has some oh, really haunted sorry. towns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we spoke about animation, different ways to get it, um, the changes from last year to this year, and um, and of course conventions and a different vibe but now we're going to get into tv shows and films and gaming so ooh, 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 ooh. can we start with riverdale yes we can <gasps> i love riverdale <laughs> so i didn't watch the show but i did uh, sit through the panel uh, oh, i am up and to what I, people and what i get from is full of drama Okay, so Riverdale, <laughs> I think I'm the only one here who's up to date. Okay. So, I will be your Riverdale expert for today. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you You know it's seen, real when you flip the hair. Hair right? flip. <laughs> um, so if you've never seen Riverdale, it mm. is the Archie comic books um, as a reference frame. Mm -hmm. um, and then it kind of just goes left. <laughs> the first season starts off with a murder. Like, mm -hmm. that's how we start off day one. Um, Jughead's kind of the narrator of the whole series. You kind of hear really? him throughout. Yeah, he's a storyteller. So okay. he's kind of writing the story of Riverdale as it's happening. Mm -hmm. um, so he's kind of the narrator every so often. Mm -hmm. um, but this is, this is the show that would definitely keep you on the edge of your seat. Um, Anytime you think things have calmed down in Riverdale, you're in for a surprise because it definitely is about to take a left turn. So it's a classic soap opera just using Archie. 
Mm, I don't. She, she's, she's not up to date, so I wouldn't. <laughs> don't, don't take her as an example. <laughs> okay, um, I try. I tried to give it the. I call it the three episode test because I can never get to five episodes unless I actually like it. Right. So I gave it the three episode test, mm-hmm. and it failed because it was so dramatic. But surprisingly, <laughs> like, like it was too dramatic. It was unnecessarily dramatic. I'm just like. On the fan side over here, <laughs> we absolutely love the drama. We love everything that happened. Like if you think it's like if you think season one is crazy, mm. wait till season two. Wait till you meet somebody named Chip. When Chip comes into the picture, every just throw everything everything out of the window. All your expectations, <laughs> everything go out the window because well, it's yeah. it's on our um, it's on our Facebook. And it's also on our Instagram a little bit of the panel. Actually, today is Wednesday. And today is the premiere of season four, episode one. Eight o'clock. By the time you watch this, it would have already aired. So you can catch it on Hulu. Hulu. Well. Um, Yes. Well, you're a lover of it. You're not so much. I'm I'm totally don't feel any kind of way. But. What I get from the show, if you like drama and you like the classic characters in a whole bunch of drama, then this this will be a good show for you. Luke Perry, <laughs> for those of you who watch it, plays Archie's father, Fred Andrews. And as many of you know, Luke mm. Perry passed. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, they spoke about that yeah, at the so panel. Yeah, so the first episode is actually a tribute episode. The episode that plays tonight is a tribute episode to Luke Perry. Mm-hmm. Um, so look out for that. Oh, also, um, I think it's Veronica's mom. Yes. Is Molly Ringroll? Yes. No, 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 no. No, she's she's Archie's mom. Molly is Archie's mom. Yeah. Yeah. And if you know who Molly Ringroll, she's, she is teenage life. The Breakfast Club. You know, 16 Candles, all the classics. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It actually, it wasn't actually until the panel that I realized who she was. (laughs) And I, I had like a star moment in the panel. I was like, oh my God, wait, you're, oh my God. It was so funny. Like me and my little bubble, like the people around me are like, what's wrong with her? I love when they do that with shows. Like they'll have, um, they'll have someone special play a character like yeah. in, in the newer version of the show or like a new show. Like in, um, in Arrow, no, no, in Flash. So in the Flash, the the Flash's dad who goes to jail, he is the original Flash from like the nineteen eighties or nineteen nineties show, mm-hmm. and like it was such a nice um, yeah. little thing to see him. It's like he he was the original Flash, and now he's the Flash's dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So spoiler alert. Um. Like <laughs> skip the next like thirty seconds if mm-hmm. you are not caught up. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we leave off, Veronica's parents, both of them, are in jail. But according to the panel, although they spend a minute in there, they get out and things get hot and heavy. They've yeah. been hating on each other for a minute, so mm. let's see. And you know, d- Daddy is fine. He, he, <laughs> he older, but he be hitting the gym, because you remember he had that fight with Archie? So Hold you know on a he can handle it. First of all, anyone that has seen any shows we've done before, you can see how excited Taylor is on this show <laughs> because we got a hair flip, we got a we got a fawn, we got cracking knuckles. 
like these things don't normally happen. So, Hulu, I, you, I guess you did your thing. This is right here. Yeah, this is. Um, oh, and mm -hmm. the thing that I've been waiting for the entire freaking season happens. What? Betty's mom mm -hmm. finally clocks out of the farm. Mm. Okay, she finally acknowledges that the farm is El Loco and Cabeza. My Spanish is horrible. I don't want to hear any comments on it. <laughs> right? Don't want to read them. Nothing. Don't care. <laughs> um, oh, but we also find out right before the episode ends that Betty's mom is an FBI informant. Oh, oh wow. Yes, and we meet her new brother. Okay. Um, spoiler alert over, you can come back. Hi guys, <laughs> how you doing? That's why I can't watch this <laughs> Have any of you seen um, Batwoman? I did not. I, did I not. saw about... It's on my list. No? I saw it's about what? It is on my list. 15 minutes. Okay. It, what was your assessment 15 minutes in? Kind of what we spoke about before the show where you were like, okay, this supercharged, um, you know, just action superhero kind of thing, not really too tight on the acting kind of thing, yeah. um, in reference to, um, was it Rose? Yeah, Ruby Rose. Ruby Rose. So, but I don't, wanna, I don't wanna count it out yet because it was too early. And again, I was so tired from the cons, I kind of fell asleep. So I wanna see a whole episode and then I will talk about that next show. So. Um, but I was so excited for that. I wanted to wait for the panel um, but it was too long of a wait, and you would waste half your day. And actually, that's, that's one of my problems with the cons, too, because you could literally watch three panels, and that's your whole day. Like this. Well, you know, waiting on a line, getting yeah. in there. and With Comic-Con, my issue with some of the panels is that they're at the Hulu Theater. I understand that that's the, they need that kind of space. You know, mm -hmm. it seats like 6,000 people. Mm -hmm. But it's like 0.7 miles away from the Javits Center. So it's literally like, it's like eight blocks or so. a 15 minute walk if you're speed walking, 25 if you're strolling. Right. Yeah. So it is significantly far and it kind of makes you like miss out on other stuff if the start times and end time are close to each other. But even with the smaller panels, it's weird. Like they, they need to maybe just have constant panels but less rooms because if you wait long on a line you could you could wait like i don't know 30 minutes an hour and still not get in well to the panel the, that you for want the panels to. inside of the javits center i would definitely say that for the hulu yeah. theater hulu's good because of yeah. the amount of seats you're you're gonna mm. get in Right. But I've definitely had that happen to me where I've stood online for 45 minutes and literally three people ahead of me they said were full. Now what do you think of the, about them going with Batwoman instead of Batgirl? I love it. Really? I think it was yeah. a better choice because Batgirl is too far tied to Batman. Mm. And so with the they have some sort of upcoming Batman movie because um Robert Pattinson has been cast as Bruce Wayne, and we're all nervous about oh, that. Oh, man. Like, yeah. we're, we're all... Okay. <laughs> for, for anyone who doesn't know, he did indeed hate Twilight and everything to do with it. Yeah, but he got paid, like, though. He played yeah, Cedric yeah. Diggory in Harry Potter, and I love Harry Potter, and I still don't like him. Damn. Okay. Wow. 
I'm very disappointed. But like, <laughs> like I can see him. This is worse than Ben Affleck. I can see him being Bruce Wayne. Like I can see him being the young, charming Bruce Wayne. I really can. Okay. And the fact that it's like okay. Women look at him, think he's handsome. He says like two words because he doesn't really want to talk to anybody, and then he kind of like talk. keeps going. And so like I can see him being Bruce Wayne. Batman's okay. a whole totally different story, and I don't want to judge. So we're just gonna fucking wait. I'm sorry. Oh my goodness, guy! I'm not editing, so you gotta get that together. I'm sorry. <laughs> so we're just gonna not have to wait. wait. All right, kitties. <laughs> We're just wanting to know what not to say and do. This is a learning moment from Geekcaster. Yep, got it. I, so, <laughs> um, so, like, Batwoman, sorry, picking Batwoman over Batgirl is a better choice since Batgirl is so directly tied now, to Batman. Now, do you know, did they go with the I am Batman's cousin as he went away, I'm taking over the company, or is it the... Um, it's the ex-military vibe. The um, ex-military. Yeah, where she's new, she's heading into Gotham, she's like, I'm Gotham's solution. Um, Batman disappears for a while, which is when she first comes up, and then when Batman gets back, he's like, what the heck are you doing? So we don't know if and Batman's they did, gonna come And they back. did show when she was a little girl, um, Batman saved the car, but the kids died or something like that. Yeah. So I think that's where... And, and that's not a big spoiler. It's just the beginning of the show. That's, that's part of her they, story. Yeah, they show little flashes. Yeah, um, of like, like, so and she, it's hard. Let's, yeah. let's be fair. In this day and age with backstory, backstory, it's um, yeah, hard every sometimes. Every hero has to, at least two or three backstories because, yeah. you know, the original comic decided to restart it and right. with a new story plot or something. Right. Yeah, like even Wonder Woman has, she now has two different backstories. Um, before it was like before she was made of clay and then brought to life by um, Athena, and then as soon as New Fifty Two hit, now she's Zeus's kid, like everyone else. So, um, like so. everybody else. Now literally, like everyone is. Zeus has Greek been getting busy. Everyone in Greek mythology is Zeus's kid somehow. Just magically, just we're all under Zeus. Yes. Oh man. So, oh, oh the Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn yes. Animated series. Did you happen to sit in on that panel? No, I couldn't because it would oh. waste a day. Well, what happened? You could have because they did chop it up, but. Oh, they did? Yeah, they, oh. yeah. Because I, I, I came, mm. so Riverdale left and came back for Harley Quinn. <laughs> I thought you were going to start rapping. I came in the door. I said it before. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, I saw Harley Quinn. Mm. It is an adult cartoon oh like she says mf -a, okay every other word like samuel l jackson is in that okay gotcha <laughs> um, so you know this is not this is not for kids this is not even like family guy version for kids because oh, she is wow. cussing up a storm so kitties you're not supposed to watch harley quinn yeah this harley okay. quinn is not for you and you know they're all the voice actors who mm -hmm. oh, voice actresses for quinn mm -mm. who is it um uh, oh continue sorry so yeah so it's a lot of cursing um i'm gonna give you a spoiler on the first episode because it's why not basic harley quinn backstory so you're if you don't know this you're not a fan of batman and harley quinn okay. so what the joker so it doesn't even matter mm -hmm. um so basically the first episode is poison ivy trying to get harley quinn to break up with the joker 
Oh, finally. Um, yeah, so that's the whole premise of the the whole premise of the show is Harley Quinn finally decides to leave the Joker, mm-hmm. and she decides that she is going to be the HBIC villain. See how okay. I did that? I like how you did that. HBIC villain. Of <laughs> she don't need the Joker. She's gonna show him. It's almost like a Legally Blonde kind okay. of vibe where she's right. like. Oh, you think that I can't do this? You think that I need you? Watch me blow you out the water. Bing, bang, boom. Now, I mean, I get it because of where we're at right now in society and things going on, blah, 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 blah. But isn't the whole point of her is that she's stuck on him and can't let him go? Because then she's not really Harley Quinn. So, no. As of... Like pre New Fifty Two, like before Infinite Crisis, right before New Fifty Two, mm-hmm. she um she goes and so the problem with Batman and sorry I'm sorry I don't like Batman but the problem with Batman and like all of his like, feelings <laughs> is stop the show them. stop the <laughs> show wait a minute. But okay, like, go ahead. none of the villains or anything <laughs> go through um any type of like. Um, any type of like treatment or uh-huh. like get help or anything, but Harley Quinn does, and she's one of the only characters to do so. And so, like her story, like right before New Fifty Two, is her getting herself together, and then New Fifty Two is her like officially, like when she when she quote unquote breaks and like she picks she p- picks Poison Ivy over Joker, and like she's officially done and like out from under him because she goes. She tries to get away from Joker a couple times, and mm. then, um, like, when the death of Joker happens, she kind of has, like, a relapse, mm-hmm. and, but, like, Joker's actually dead, and so, like, some very graphic things happen, mm-hmm. and um, she eventually, like, gets better and, like, gets to know herself without the Joker, and so I do like the fact that they did this story of, like, her getting to be herself without the Joker, and I'm also like 100% for DC animation because their animation is always mm-hmm. on point. The best. Yeah. Like, of all the things, their animation is probably, I'm going to say it, their animation is definitely better than Disney animation. Like Disney, Mar- Disney Marvel animation. Right. Specifically, yeah, Marvel, the, right. the Marvel, yeah, right. Marvel animation because Disney owns Marvel, so I always yeah, right. Disney. If you talk about like a Pixar, they blow everybody out the water. But right. Disney, as far as their Marvel brand right. of animation, DC is definitely. I agree with that statement. Better, better stories. Really I mean, listen, I trust them because of that, so I'm looking forward to it. Um, but in general, folks, mothers, fathers, uncles aunts, whoever raising these young girls, do not push them on to Harley Quinn. She is not a role model, okay? Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Because in, in the new Her. animated series, she, like, Poison Ivy is like, you're a doctor. Like, you're intelligent. Like, what are you doing? And she ends up, in the first episode, she ends up, like, like psychoanalyzing herself. So basically, basically what I'm saying there. They're trying to change the narrative because so many people. But no, that was her, her, that, that her narrative, narrative is always like when she was created in the um, in the in Bat-Taz, Batman the animated series. 
her entire um, thing was a cautionary tale for young yeah. women and young girls to not um, that obsessive, like, not obs be yeah. so obsessive towards men and also be aware of like when people are hurting you and like don't care about you or because, anything. Yeah, yeah. Cause because if you think about Harley Quinn, she was like an accomplished doctor. Yeah. Like, all on her own. Like, she like, had her shit together. And every time um, Batman gets uh, Harley Quinn to turn on the Joker, he's always pointing out exactly, like, the mean things that yeah. he does or, like, the manipulative things that he does towards her. Yeah, like, the first two... The first few minutes of the show are basically Harley Quinn and the Joker fighting Batman mm -hmm. and basically the Joker leaving her high and dry and leaving mm -hmm. like leaving her as a scapegoat so he can escape. And he basically tells her, I'm she's like, Oh, I'm gonna get arrested. He's like, Don't worry, I'll break you out of um Arkham in less than twenty four hours. He's like, You won't even see breakfast. And she spends a whole year there <laughs> and she's still like and like Poison Ivy's breaking out of jail and they're like, let's go, Harley Quinn. And she's like, no, no, I'm still waiting for Mr. J to come and get me. He'll come here. I won't be here. He won't know where I am. It's like, girl, he left you here for a year. He's not coming back. <laughs> like, and it's like the strength of like another woman trying mm. to like help and support her. You got me sold. So it's, uh, it's yeah. not that bad. No, so. Or like, it's getting better. Yeah. It's like, to show okay. the growth. Guys that, um, so like, girls that don't know and then guys that don't pay attention because guys usually don't pay attention to mm. um female characters at least in my experience unless they're super popular like wonder woman or whatnot mm. um they won't know harley's actual story so like they don't yeah. know that she's a cautionary tale like when you were saying don't um tell well i mean i mean it definitely like, is like I no mean, yeah tell them to pay attention to harley quinn so they know like they recognize what, who she is, but or it's, who she represents. But people usually fixate and focus on, oh, well, she's in love with Joker. Like it's a romance that needs to be emulated. And but again, it's a, it's but a like bad the original romance. version. But is, most people don't pay attention to that part of the canon. No, because like all the so other than um, yeah, no, other than Suicide Squad, every time they show it, it is very one-sided, like yeah. to a toxic it's degree. Always, yeah. It's always so a super it's bad very, romance. It's very obvious yeah. that it's like, this is a bad thing, and it does make um, it does make you question, why is she with him? Why yeah, it, is she like yeah. that? So like, as you read more into her, you learn it's like, oh, she's suffering. Like, she's ironically a... Uh, um, a psychologist who is suffering from right. a mental disorder. Right. Yeah. That's sad. Even in the animated series, they make it very blatantly obvious that it's a very toxic, abusive, one-sided relationship. Yeah. So, like, if you... Like, anyone who actually watches it enough to pay attention to it, then they'd be like, yeah, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. You Harley Quinn and Joker, that's not a... I mean, people cosplay mm. as them, but I don't think people really sit back and say, I want a relationship like them because like they it's probably, not a good relationship. Yeah, they probably just see, like, all the artist, um, all the artist pages or renditions of, mm. like, just them as, like, a couple's picture. Yeah. Right, right. And, and they're so, shooting Suicide Squad. I, I hate Suicide Squad with a fiery, very passion. Are you guys going to see Birds of Prey? Yes, I will. I am you know, Margot am Robbie obligated. was there. She was at New York Comic Con. Yeah, yeah. 
Because they out of nowhere, and then she left. Well, if you I missed her like this much. If you paid attention to the marble this this um display the first two days, mm -hmm. it wasn't Birds of Prey. Mm. I forgot what it was, and then all of a sudden on Saturday it was like Birds of Prey. Her costume. <laughs> I saw one girl oh, yeah, cosplay. Yeah, I saw one girl cosplay as her and had. The outfit spot on, and I was like, "How?" The trailer just came out. Like, how oh, I do saw you her. have the boots? She had the boots, and I was <laughs> blown. Oh, it didn't look, it didn't look homemade. It looked store bought. I was like, "Girl, where did you find this? Like, you did this with the quickness, sis. I need the plug." Yeah, someone's got connections. <laughs> someone's talking to somebody over there. Somebody got connections at at uh. Marvel comics, <laughs> their, their costume department or something. She might have been um, working for because um, I don't know if um, if like I think they were called booth bunnies. I there's a there's a more specific name for them, but like from that's just what I know them as. And what they do is the sometimes they're supplied the outfit, sometimes they have to make the costume. And they go around pr um, just to promote the yeah. um, the whatever it is they're promoting. Yeah, Anime NYC does it a lot, actually. A lot of their booths have cosplayers um, that kind of like mingle around and try to get you to come to the booths and give you free stuff. And they have a lot of scavenger hunts. Yeah. There was also Comic Con only had one scavenger hunt. I just want to point that out. Okay, a lot of the other booths that did scavenger hunts. Um, they said they had a bad experience doing it, mm. um, and they didn't want to do it again. Um, but yeah, there was only one scavenger hunt, and I was thoroughly disappointed because I enjoyed my scavenger hunts. Okay. Just, just, just a little side. <laughs> well, a lot of people that I talk to go to con just to get like specific exclusive merch. Yeah, and the and, like, scavenger more, hunt is how people. you get that. But the scavenger hunt is how you get the exclusive stuff. like. You have to make me go through a task. Like, make me find seven different cosplayers from the Shame Show <laughs> and get a sticker from each of them so that I can get an exclusive pin that's only at Anime NYC and only given out to people who have succeeded the scavenger hunt. <laughs> I want it. Give me what's mine. <laughs> oh, so speaking of other kind of superhero shows, Black Lightning came back on Monday. How, How was it? Doing? I love Black Lightning. I They're do. on season three, right? I didn't. Yeah. Okay. So it's like a fam. Like, so for those of you who don't know, Black Lightning is about a black superhero who was a superhero back in the day. He kind of retires, living his regular, regular family life. And <laughs> shit starts to go down, and he has to listen. They don't even bleep that off. <laughs> um, stuff starts to go down, and he decides to become Black Lightning again against his wife's wishes. You know, a black wife, she ain't about that life. Mm -mm. Um, I'm about that hero. But he has life. two daughters, and we discover that the two daughters also have superpowers. So, reluctantly, he allows his girls to go out with him superheroing. Um, and yeah, <laughs> so if you want to see a group of black excellence um, with superpowers slaying the day, 
I recommend Black Lightning. You can, on Taylor of SEV on Instagram, you can catch me doing live reactions to the episodes also. So we can watch it together. Um, I may start doing lives instead of just reaction posts uh, so that we can like comment to each other. So, you know, in the comments, let me know if I should do live, keep it the way it is, but catch those posts. So I'm pretty partial towards Black Lightning because I do, like, Jefferson Pierce is one of my favorite characters, um, like, in his later days because of the fact that he's raising, he's, like, has to be a superhero and he's raising his two kids. But the reason I can't really, like, get into Black Lightning is because of there's so many differences between, um, there's so many differences between the show and the source material and in between I know a lot of people are like there's definitely going to be differences but like in between the show and the comics there was a little like DC short um like little DC short episodes on YouTube that I had seen one time and of course they're animated and it was very similar to like a static shot kind of vibe mm -hmm. and it was him um single father raising his kids and like one of the things that stuck out to him well that stuck out in the animation that's always prominent in the comics is that his daughters have powers from the jump and that like they they have powers from the jump he's freaking out because he has to raise these small kids with superpowers and like as they get older so like i kind of understand them aging up the characters um because of like high school and everything but like one of the things was they're not allowed to become superheroes until they graduate college and so he's very very